0: Hello, everybody. Just a programming note. This episode was recorded before the California shelter-in-place order. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy it. All right, so on today's podcast, I'm here with Cyrus Afgari. So thank you for joining me. Thank
1: you so much for, for having me on here. Yeah.
0: So first, I want to know your pronouns. What are your official
1: pronouns? Um, when I'm out of drag, I am known as he, him... That stuff, and when I'm in drag, it's it's she, her, stuff like that. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I want to have you on because I'm glad you reached out to me, but you're also really great for this podcast because you're really doing things. You may not even know it, but you're really you really embody the idea of queer Sacramento. You know, it's people who really are doing their own thing. They're not mm-hmm. confined by boxes and labels, and I love that, which is really awesome. Well,
1: know? yeah, it's just like. Uh you know, to quote, uh, well, I'm just going to add on to a quote from Beyonce, you know, I'm just doing my own little thing. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> where did you, first of all, where did you go to college? American River College. Okay, so here in Sacramento.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of been the, uh, well, I guess if you want to count all the times where I haven't been gone, I have I have attended college by technicality for about 8 years now and I've been meaning to come back. Anyway, mm-hmm. um so yeah, I was still kind of figuring myself out and and well, uh, in 2013, 2014, I did have a boyfriend who I hate to I hate to bring this kind of scandal up, but he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gasp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gag. Anyway, um, so you know, I didn't really think too much at the time about politics, but you know, I loved him for what for who he was. You know right. he was really cool, you know, he was really laid back, you know, we were both into gaming. We did a whole bunch of we were kind of like we were all going through like an artist phase where, you know, right. we were just sort of we were doing a whole bunch of drawings, you know, stuff like that. Um so what happened was uh one day, what happened? Uh, He and I were actually walking to my class, Mm -hmm. and um, uh, we were just holding each other's hands, you know, because it was still kind of the honeymoon of our phase, Mm -hmm. uh, honeymoon phase of our relationship. We were we were walking to my class, and these two guys, you know, they came up to us and they asked us, you know, where the library was, and we pointed out to them. Uh, So we. Turned back around and we and we were heading to my class and the first thing that I noticed was my boyfriend got got pinned down mm-hmm. and basically assaulted and so was I. Mm-hmm. Um, was I there act- one person
0: that was assaulting both of you or were there two? There were two guys. Two guys. Okay.
1: Yeah, and this was happening happening literally on campus where everybody could see it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. <laughs> I I remember getting punched in the back of my head like multiple times and and I actually thought I was going to get brain damage after all of that but no, I just, I managed to escape with a couple of with a couple of bruises mm-hmm. and did they catch the two guys? I don't think so um, you know, it was the Los Rios police they didn't, they couldn't really do much and they basically just ran off into like the uh, into the, uh sports area but they but i didn't really get a good description of them so that was a bit of my fault there
0: well i mean it well, it's not really your fault i mean you were just exa- assaulted so I mean, yeah i can understand i mean know. yes ideally in a you know in a, a world where we should be aware of things you know no one expects to have assault to be physically assaulted so yeah wow that's that's amazing. I mean, how did that? How did that impact you from then on? Did it affect your relationship from then on, or your psyche from then on?
1: I think it did. Um, for the next uh, week, two weeks, I was actually feeling really paranoid because you know I felt like I just wanted to really conceal my sexuality. So I tried putting off like a reverse metrosexual. So I was I tried to look like the straightest gay guy you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um I mean ultimately I came out of this paranoia and unfortunately that is also when um our relationship basically kind of went downhill real fast. Um I found out uh that my boyfriend is like this huge whiner. Like if I could describe him in one song, uh, it would be mm-hmm. Cry Baby by Madonna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's basically him. Um, so, eventually what happened was, you know, we basically kind of continued our relationship for the next two years, up until, like, the very beginning of 2016. Mm -hmm. And, honestly, I just couldn't take his pessimism anymore. Now, okay, it's one thing to, you know to doubt yourself and you know and you know everybody is willing to help and support you and help you get out of that situation right but if this is but if this is a really constant sort of thing you don't want to do anything about it you know because one night or one morning I was at work and he was doing the night shift but he I got a call from him and he's crying because you know he missed his uh (laughs) He basically missed his um, uh, carpool, basically. and Oh, okay. And I was all like, no, honey, just figure something out. You're older than... He was older than me, for goodness sake. Like,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: he was in his uh, mid-20s, I think, at the time. And he seriously couldn't figure all of this stuff out. And I was all like, well, then. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Wow, I mean that is i i mean for me it 's something that 's always just it 's always jarring to my psyche whenever I hear about queer people being assaulted because um i just I have never had that experience, and so wow. um, for me it's it's just it 's just so you know fucked up whenever I hear experiences like that happen and it it 's just something that makes us stronger you know mm-hmm. and and it 's something that I think just the general the world overall needs to know, people in Sacramento need to know, whether they're listening to this podcast or not, that, you know, queer people still, even in 2020, you know, we're still being physically assaulted. We still... It's not like the, you know, the right... You know, our rights are um, fully intact. I mean, we Mm -hmm. still... You know, I mean, even in um, Ohio, you can still get fired for being gay. You can, yeah. you know, there's there's lots of... So there's lots of things that we still don't have protections. And so it's just... I think it's good to have you talk about those experiences that you had on campus. Because they're still real, even as of today.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, that is why I am always... That is why I'm always trying to find some bit of ways to uh, fight for the cause. Um, because... At any given moment, you know <clears throat> our our government can easily just say okay your your rights are gone yeah and I'm all like, uh no ma'am, <laughs> right exactly yeah, yeah uh, and, and you know it, it's just if it means that you know i because if i in order to prove my point, I will go as far as to join like as many." Uh, protests, as I can. Right. Unfortunately, I what I really wanted to go to the women's march that happened a couple weeks ago. Right. That was all like yeah. And I was like, damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully there will be more of them in general. You know, just that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk also about you specifically. So you mentioned also that you go by different names. So you have your the name that you're born with, but then you also have other names because you're, in addition to being a part of the leather community, you're also a part of the pup community. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about more about the leather drag that you told me about. So what is your, do you have another name for when you're in your your leather, um, like the name that you feel comfortable with when you're in leather?
1: Yeah. Um what I tend to do is well if I had a mirror cap I would have I I probably would have worn that twenty four seven. But um but aside from that I do have like this other hat that I wear. I have my leather jacket. I I still have my jeans and my boots and sometimes I wear like this faux leather pants. But then again I got it off of Amazon. So mm-hmm. it's nothing too special. Um but when I'm in my leather uh when I'm in my gear I just I, I go I can either be called by by my real name as some people uh prefer but but I also have another alias that I go uh I go by Cyberbear. Mhm. And the reason why Cyber came into uh into existence is it's because I have like this fascination for like technology, like the future or something like that. Um how do I put that Okay, another song that perfectly describes everything, Mm -hmm. IGY by Donald Fagan. That's... I don't know it. I'll have to listen to it. It is so 80s, but it sounds so... It just sounds so... It kind of sounds a little jazzy, but with a little mix of uh, techno 80s stuff like that. Oh, I love it. That
0: sounds like something I would love.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised. I would recommend it to everybody. But, um... But I always but cyber kind of rings into my into my head because that's also like a nickname that my dad gave me sometimes. Oh, interesting. But 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 when I think cyber, yeah, like I said, I do think of like a very utopian future. I'm talking like flying cars, uh geom uh buildings that may look geometr- geometrically or geometrically uh unstable but they actually are through some Mm -hmm. technical advances i'm talking all of that Mm -hmm. or even or even better coruscant from from star wars basically Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) so yeah so i love that so cyber bear which that you know that course that you're probably similar to me with uh using that name in reference to also feeling like you're part of the bear community yeah okay so what is it about the the and someone to kind of bounce back and forth between the leather and bear community. So, what okay. is it about the bear community that you feel like you belong a part of? What is it like? Why were you drawn to them?
1: I don't know. It's it's really at first it was really about about uh, like sexual taste, you know, because we all have our taste. You mm-hmm. know, some guys are into bears, some are into twinks, stuff right. like that. And you know, I'm not gonna shame anybody for you know for the for the types of guys that you like. I mean. Unless their personality is absolute garbage, then, right? You know, bye. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, <laughs> but um, but I I I kind of like the I I I think the reason why you know I prefer bears more often, uh, muscly or you know or kind of a little chubby on the side, you know, they they're really soft, you know, they're I think they're better better cuddlers, especially and mm-hmm. like and I'm just saying this by the way if you are a bear. You know, I like you already, but if you also have right. like body hair and a beard, uh, preferably both, you know, that's just a bonus for me. Right. <laughs> All right.
0: And then lastly, before we leave, I want to talk about um, you're a pupdom, so you're also a pup as well. So can you talk to people about what it means to be a pup? Like, what does that mean? And then, are you a specific type of pup, and why you got involved?
1: Um. Well. I have to admit, I have been getting into this uh, pup uh, uh, community uh, since last year, so I'm still learning things, but for all I know, um, uh, when it comes to uh, being a pup, you are basically putting yourself in an environment where you forget for a while that you're human. You have no jobs, no responsibilities, you are basically just acting like a dog. There are some, and apparently what, what you call a sir in this, in this scenario would be called like, they can either, they'll, they'll still be called like sirs, but by technicality they, in this community, they would be called a handler, Mm -hmm. um, and they, and their job is, is to actually treat you like a dog, uh, you know, make Mm -hmm. sure that your needs are met, that, that, that your own, uh, needs are, are met as well, um so that's basically just like the beginning of that part. Um but when it comes to actually being a pup, um it really depends. Uh cuz you probably you've probably seen a lot of these a lot of these guys in their in their mm-hmm. puppy gears with their hoods and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh they oh, yeah. are, Um how how you are given your name is it me personally uh I didn't really have a uh there was no handler that gave me a name or, or whatever. I just showed up on the scene. I mm-hmm. looked at, I looked at what, what the pups were doing and I was like, oh, okay, this sounds, it's cute, it's, it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of like a personal escape for me. Yeah. So, um... And then do you have a name? Yes. I am um, known as Cyberpup. Okay. <laughs> I that's know, great. I sound so basic just.
0: No, that's great. <laughs> and then do you have a do you have a handler or are you I think what people call a stray? Like what are you
1: Yeah, uh, uh, right now I'm actually a stray. Um but I don't know. I've had I've had like these ideas of becoming a handler myself, mm-hmm. but at the same time I also began questioning like If I were to really go this route, would I have to give up being a pup entirely, or could I just basically do uh, both when necessary? Right, right. And I have to admit, I'm still kind of figuring that part out, but, you know, but if there's like a pup out there that that wants to be personally handled uh, by me, then, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not opposed to that. Well, (laughs) it's just, you know, but what I... But of course, what we both will have to understand is we both have wants and needs and we have to make sure that they are met and they and, it, and you know, both parties, you know, communicate, you know, they give consent, you know, and stuff like that, all the necessary stuff to make this kind of relationship work
0: okay now that's great so um so since we're wrapping up can you so in terms of the pup community or the leather community or even coming out can you are you interested in having people contact you and to ask you questions about any one of those three
1: yeah by all means it's um
0: so how can they contact you
1: um they can either uh uh they can actually uh uh send me emails for one on my new email called it's cfgary at gmail.com. Can you? Okay. I
0: don't oh, say so yeah. Can you spell Afgary?
1: Yeah. C A F G H A R I at gmail.com
0: okay and so i'll put that in the show notes as well so if mm-hmm. so that people can actually see it and copy and paste it and if they're interested in learning more about like your coming out process or any kind of even the the violence that you experienced on campus or if they're wanting to know about the bear community or the leather community or the pup community mm-hmm. you know it'll be great to have them get a hold of you so
1: cool of course.
0: all right well thank you <laughs> this has been awesome